Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. All right, it's Locked Up Mavericks for Wednesday, February 1st. We made it to February. Look at us. Episode number 77, I do believe. I could be wrong. I got to go back and track that, but uh, you don't care about that. Uh, my name is Mike Marshall. His name is Jacob Kemp. You can follow him at Not Jack Kemp on Twitter. It's a completely free website. You can follow me at Machine Sports. If you're interested in that, you can follow the show at Locked On uh, Mavs if you uh, want to know when the episodes get posted. And just to prove that uh, we do answer your Twitter questions, we're going to answer one later in regards to the team that the Mavs are playing tonight uh, from a friend of the show, Tiago. But uh, if you want to shoot some questions there, we will uh, eventually get around to them one way or the other. If we don't reply to you, then we'll mention them on the show most likely. But uh, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, so I totally forgot the other night whenever uh, I did the post-game show, I forgot to do a, a staple of ours which is the uh, the halftime show review. Um, yeah, we, we might have some level of disagreement on this one. I actually like the high flyers or whatever. That's not upper tier by any means, but it's... Sky flyers? Sky flyers. It, could get, it can be a lot worse, man. I mean, okay, so these two dudes drag out like a dirty trampoline that looks like it's been in the back of like most like backyard fight vids. And uh, it's one of the dudes is just like not athletic looking at all. And uh, he hop- hops up on that trampoline and does, like, just basic stuff that I did when I was, like, 11 and had a trampoline. And then uh, the next guy hops up, and he's a little bit more athletic. He's doing, like, 720s and Indy McTwists and <laughs> all kinds of the hotness. A little rodeo? He, yeah, a little rodeo, maybe. <laughs> a little, uh, little Rune Glyphberg going on there. Um, and then the next – the big dude gets back up there, the non-athletic guy, and he, like, wants to throw a snowboard into the mix. And I'm gotta, like, got to get some grabs. I, I guess, man. Like the cool thing about snowboard is you're on like jumps and you like create the energy to vault yourself. But <laughs> also don't bring a jet ski onto the trampoline. Well, the key is, is that I think I just had a brilliant idea while you were talking. Okay. And that is maybe just bringing backyard wrestling into the mix. Oh, I'm totally into that. Like just let's just go all the way with this thing. I mean, they got like 20, 20 minutes halftime. No, could, no, no, no. Oh, the, maybe the whole halftime. Yeah, but the show itself is like seven minutes. Yeah, well, you could do two rounds of a fight. Yeah. You could definitely do two rounds of a backyard brawl, like no gloves. We just need to get it sanctioned first. <laughs> I think that's on you, Mr. Cuban. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you're just going to jump on, jump on trampolines, I'm I'm not into that. <laughs> I don't know. As a guy, as a guy that's uh, 
basically like broken my shoulder on a trampoline. But that's what <laughs> I, I want, though. I want the element of a p- potential, you know, disaster. Yeah, that trampoline was too big. Nobody's gonna hurt themselves jamming on the fiddle like it was the <laughs> other the night before. That's very true. I guess the uh, the mortality rate has cranked up like I don't know ten percent. Um, but I don't know. The one dude being not very athletic kind of bothered me. <laughs> not to uh, not to hate on all of us uh, us tubby bros, but um, all right, we got some business to talk about. Um, we got some rumors to touch on. We got a Twitter question to answer. And then uh, I got to tell you that the Dallas Mavericks have been the top five team basically since Christmas. So, um, all right. So when was this? Midday yesterday. Um, I believe David Aldridge was the character involved from uh, NBA.com. Um, I think he still does TNT as well. I don't know. All these all these allegiances are really confusing to me of uh, these old school reporter guys that just bounce around everywhere. Um, but the Cavaliers, it's been known been noted that they were looking for a quote-unquote playmaker um, whatever the hell that means um, and they're trying out uh, Kirk Heimrich Mario Chalmers Lance Stevenson and Jordan Farmar they're all coming in to work out but um, I've mentioned this I don't know how long ago that you know they need a backup point guard and they still need a backup point guard like Jordan Jordan McRae is not gonna work um, and one of my you know there were there's not a ton, ton of teams that Darren Williams makes sense on, but I could see Darren Williams making a whole lot of sense um, on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, and we've you, mentioned this a couple times. Yeah, and you get into this sticky wicket of like trying to make a trade that works because their cap sheet is pretty awkward right now with like the only person um, – okay, so here are the contracts that are like in range of being able to trade straight up for uh, for Darren Williams. J.R. Smith, hurt. Amon Shumpert, we'll get to him. Channing Fry makes 7.8. Kyle Korver, you just added. Otherwise, yeah, you you're giving trick. up. Yeah, otherwise, you're, you're, you're giving up um, multiple players off a team who already has a bad second unit. Um, Richard Jefferson is next at 2.5. So you have this gully in between like 7.8 and 2.5. They do have a trade exception, I believe. I believe they have. Uh, Damaris was telling me they've got like a somewhere between four and five million dollar trade exception. Uh, they might have more than one, but I don't think you can use two in one trade. Right. I don't believe I don't believe that's kosher. But um, and uh, a, I, I don't think they can trade a first round pick. Yeah, probably not because they already owe their seventeen and their nineteen. Damn, is that who's Seven, that for? Uh, the seventeen was to Portland. For what? Uh, That's confusing. It might have just ended up over there. No, wait. Let's see. Yeah, their 17 is to Portland, and their 19 is to Atlanta. Damn. I don't remember them giving that up, but screw me. Oh, I mean, the Atlanta one makes sense. That's Corver, right? Yeah. uh, The Cavs-Portland trade was, um, let's see, for – they got back their own 18 first round pick from the Blazers in exchange for the 17 so that they could trade the 19 because you can't trade that's crazy so that they wouldn't be in violation of that Stepien rule to trade their 19 they needed to have their own an 18 so they traded their 18 for their uh to get the 17 how wild ass (laughs) 
So, yeah, they don't have a 17 or a 19, so obviously that's why they can't trade their 18. That's pretty awesome, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, little, he's like, oh, I like your rule. Watch this. Some accounting. <laughs> let me let creative, me get on my phone. Creative accounting. Yeah, Griff doing some work. So it's um, going to be for a player. Yeah, it's most likely got to be for a player, unless you get three teams involved, and that's where I think I'm kind of leaning. Because um, also, uh, if, you, if you're worried about um, what Baron Davis is doing, He's lobbied to get himself in the consideration for the Cleveland Cavaliers' backup point guard position. <laughs> he hasn't played in four years. Um, yeah, so the initial report was, um, so Darren Williams, um, basically for Amon Shumpert. And uh, me, me no likey on, uh, on that front. Uh, Amon Shumpert can play some really good defense on certain types of players in the playoffs uh, for, you know, 15, 20-minute stretches, can't shoot at all, has never really developed, not a huge fan. The only way – and I and his contract is um, exactly what it is this year into – good God, he's through 18, the 18-19 season at 9.6 this year, 10.3 next year, and 11. I don't want that on my books. I just – I don't. I'm not interested in that. I don't, um, I'm higher on him than you are. He's shooting more threes this year than he ever has, and he's shooting at a higher percentage than he ever has. Yeah, he's shooting not 41% from three, and he's a pretty good defender. That deal's not bad. What it really comes down to is, do you think that you're going to need to have as much money as possible? Do you think you can sign another like big-name player? And then the second question is, do you think he can play like in between Wes and – like is he going to yeah. start start for you at – the two and Wes is your three and Barnes is your four. Yeah. I mean, that does give you a very, uh, versatile, um, you know, two, three, four combo defensively. Uh, I just, the three years and North of 10 for the next three is not something I love. Um, now if, now if he, if he agrees to bring uh, Tiana Taylor to every home game, let's talk, let's talk about that, man. I don't, I, I don't know. 10 is not that bad. I mean, like that's just how much does Dwight Powell make like eight, yeah, he's eight. Eight or nine, yeah. I mean, how much better is Wes Matthews than Iman Shumpert? Like, he's better, but how much better? Uh, At four years older. Know. And he makes five more million a year? Yeah. I, I don't know, know. man. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I probably wouldn't do the deal, but I don't hate it, really. And, and, and I also think that I don't really want Darren here next year. No. So I'd almost rather get something for him. Uh, if that's your if that, only option, yeah. If that's your only trade you can make for Darren, if nobody else is called, uh, and we're sitting here like two weeks from now, and uh, like you're just like twiddling your thumbs, like, oh, you know, I texted everybody and no one's really called me yet, and that's still on the table. Um, I'm fine with that because you need to get something like the stubbornness that GMs like roll out on a regular basis of just like, no, I'm fine, like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, really, really annoys me, like what could potentially happen in like uh, Philadelphia where they, you know, value Nerlens at this, at this clip and no one's offering that clip and they're going to lose Nerlens anyway, or end up paying him 20 plus million a year, get something for him. Yeah. Quit being, quit being stubborn. So how um, does the three team work? Three team. I think that's where you get a, uh, a pick involved. Like you send Darren to Cleveland, Cleveland sends like Shumpert somewhere or um, like Ligon somewhere, McCray somewhere. And that, that third team, <clears throat> Pardon me. Sends you a uh, super late first or a uh, or a, or a second, um, and I haven't pinpointed the team yet because I've been working through all the Cavaliers cap crap. But um, I think that's 
the most interesting way and like the simplest fit for me because I, I really I really want to pick back. Yeah. Like I don't want to I don't want a echoing contract that goes into the future. I don't want another player that's going to stop the development of like Seth Curry or Harrison Barnes in any way. Ch- Channing Fry's thirty three. Yeah, Channing Fry's thirty three. Um, J.R. Smith broke his finger or something and is thirty one years old. Like, there's no one on their list that nest, and they would gladly like wave Kay Felder to add Darren Williams. Like, they have a they have, <laughs> sure. they have a they have a roster spot. They have, actually have two. They have Birdman still on there somehow. Um, <clears throat> but that's kind of where I see it fitting. Like, um, get a third team involved who has you know who likes um, Liggins or McRae and. That third team just has to give you a late uh, – a, a super early second maybe um, in that type of deal. So there's not a ton of other con- uh, trades that work necessarily for the uh, the Cavs on their cap sheet. And I think it is kind of humorous as LeBron is trying to uh, basically just acquire players that made one random Western Conference Finals appearance in the mid-2000s. <laughs> he, already got, he already got J.R. Smith. Uh, they're talking to. Uh, they've been sniffing around Carmelo, and now uh, Darren Williams of the uh, of the random like oh five oh six teams that made a Western Conference Finals and then got nuked by the Lakers. Um, all right, let's get to the Twitter question because it pertains to the Seventy uh, Sixers. If you don't mind, um, this is from friend of the show Tiago. His question is: Wes plus the two thousand eighteen pick. For Noel in the Lakers pick, he said it would probably be a mistake for the 76ers to match on Noel, and they'd probably need a two like Wes. Would you do it? I'd do it, but I don't think the 76ers would do it. <laughs> so Wes in next year's first-round pick for Noel in the Lakers pick. They're not giving you the Lakers pick, um, unless the Lakers are guaranteed to keep their own pick this year and it turns into something else later. Well, it would be unprotected. Yeah. Exactly. So it, would, it would essentially, and who knows, man? I mean, I, I don't. That Lakers pick is one of the most fascinating things about. I mean, right now they would they would keep their own. Yeah. And so, so they've, next, been, they've been nosed out. <clears throat> they're two and eight in their last ten. So next year you would be getting if, if if form held right now, you would be getting the Lakers pick next year. Mm-hmm. So you would essentially be just having a pick swap with the Lakers next year. Yeah. You would yep. get the Lakers pick. Philadelphia would get your pick. You get and, Noel, and they get Wes. Yeah, I don't know if the money works there, but you could. They probably have trade exceptions up there uh, somewhere. I would do it, but the Mavericks would not. I can almost promise you that. Dude, the Mavericks yeah. aren't going to trade Wes. No, like they I'm aren't. just telling you straight up, there's no chance. They're locked in on Wes. I, I'd I agree. be. I, I would be surprised if they don't put Darren in that same boat. Yeah, that seems that seems pig-headed, but they're I, committed I, to the bit, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I I agree. I see it. I see what they're doing. And um like Darren quote unquote took less to be here last year, last off season. And uh it was interesting on the post game show cuz um Demaris brought up that, you know, Darren would waive his no trade to go anywhere, like anywhere that had a chance at making a uh, a conference finals and follow was like, "Ah, I'm not so sure about that." And uh, I started thinking about it, and what exactly, um, prior to last offseason, the mindset that Darren Williams had, 
how is it substantially different from this exact moment? Like, they were going into a season with with Wesley Matthews coming off an Achilles, with Chandler Parsons coming off a, a hybrid microfracture. Um, and I don't think when he signed, the environment was that different than it is at this exact moment. And he picked us. He picked us on a low contract. He picked us because he wanted to be home. So I don't know what's changed for him. Yeah, term, you're in right. Terms of, in terms of waiving his... I mean, no he, could, trade. he could have signed to be a backup point guard for a contender already. Yeah, he, like he, could, have been, then, he so. could have been a clipper. Like, he could have easily been, like, a clipper or, um, you know, OKC or something. I think he wanted to be here. The situation isn't that different. They're playing well. Now, I think if you trade him to, you know, the Cavs or, um, you know, the Warriors somehow or uh, the Spurs somehow, I think he has to say yes. But I don't think it just – you get him in a t- on a top six team, and he's like, yeah, sure. But I don't know. That'll be a decision he has to make pretty soon because he does have, you know, no trade um, for his 10 because he's been here uh, two years, and he's, what, 10-plus year veteran. So there you go. Um, also, fun stat that I found on Twitter uh, this morning. Since Christmas, um, you remember Christmas, Jake. Yeah, I do. Uh, at the Western Conference standings since Christmas – your Dallas Mavericks would be sixth in the Western Conference at eight and six, fifty-seven um, percent uh, win percentage. Um, I think the third, yeah, third best net rating though. So watch out. Um, and then in the Eastern Conference, since Christmas, the Philadelphia 76ers would be the fifth seed in yeah. the Eastern Conference at. At ten and five, at uh, a sixty-seven percent win percentage and a uh, positive two point four net rating, so we get uh, a matchup of two of the six best teams in basketball tonight. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we don't get Embiid. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, and, buddy. I'm well, real sorry. The, here's the thing with Embiid that I wonder about is: are they still like really slow playing him? Like, I mean, yep. I know that he's on a minute restriction, but, like, for example, an injury like this, let's say they were the fifth seed right now, like, mm-hmm. for real. Would he be playing? I like, think are so. They, and when does that stop? And at some point you have to be like, okay, this is just the deal. Like, we're either going to play you or we're not. Yeah. And so it's, it's just – I mean, obviously having Noel affords them that luxury, but at mm-hmm. some point they have to decide, like – Yeah, are you a full-time player or are you not? Like, I are, mean, you, he's are you been, there every night? MVP good. <laughs> yeah. Like no, when I mean, he's played. In, and in so, 28 minutes. Like, it's yeah, it's it's so bizarre. Yeah, this happens, like, every single stinking season in baseball. Yeah. Where, like, someone's coming off of, like, an arm surgery, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, 140 innings, yeah. <laughs> and then it gets down to it, and they're like, okay, yeah, let him throw. Um, but, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know when he's <laughs> – when he turns into a real man, because <laughs> like, his injury is not the injury was not that bad. Like I, I don't know. I mean, he he came back and played. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in that game. And so, I think well, for so. a long time the the incentive was to lose, right? A long time right. for the, for a long time it was like baby everybody until they're fully healthy, and then you reemerge like uh, you know every Superman story. Uh, right. A couple couple years later, and here we are. Look at us. We've been uh, we've been sitting stay low build. Um, but yeah, it's it's about time. It's about time to just go after it and try to win every stinking game. And I don't know if they, if the front office agrees, but I'm sure Embiid would like to uh, probably just be treated like a like a normal player at this point. But uh, we'll get to see him tonight. 
Yeah, not him, and, not and him re- but the 76ers. And really, I just want everyone to watch Noel because yeah. I, yep. I, I still think that – and you know another guy that I saw uh, a good bit of action from last night, at least from uh, – like I watched the extended highlights, was, dude, Willie Cauley-Stein can freaking play. Yeah, he can. And there's yeah. no reason for – is is as bereft of picks as the Kings are, because yeah. they are. They don't have anything. They're idiots. They, owe, they <laughs> so have a swap. Bad. They owe picks. They're not going to be able to build through the draft. It's just Dude, not going to happen. Vivek's going to like sell that team in like three years. It's going to be the biggest joke of an ownership, ownership situation that has ever happened in the NBA. Like, right. They've done nothing right. And so they've got, they've got the sixth overall pick who is thought to be a – you know, a starting big man in the league for a long time. Yeah. And he's just sitting there. Yep. Like, he's yep. not – he's just not – I don't know. He's just such a waste of talent. They need a pick back. Mm-hmm. They should trade him. Oh, yeah, they should. Yeah. And I think that's like – if people start calling about Noel and uh, and the Sixers have this, like, bar on him and people aren't willing to, you know, jump over the bar, I would hang up the phone and start calling the Sacramento Kings right now. I would too. I, I, th- I, I think Noel's better, but oh, Noel is better. But Kali Stein is going to be, you know, exponentially cheaper. I would assume. Yeah, for um, sure. And he's Noel, locked in, locked in for a couple more years. That's right. Noel, right now at twenty-two, his per thirty-six is seventeen, ten, two, and two and a half. Damn. I mean, son. if he would, if he were playing full minutes, he's got an offensive rating of one twenty-two and a defensive rating of one hundred one on a bad team. He's Good a pl- he's a plus twenty-one <laughs> per one hundred <laughs> possessions on a bad team. That doesn't happen. Um, yeah, I hope he plays like just well enough <laughs> to where the Mavericks are like, huh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, I need some of that, but I don't want him to like go off for like 30 and 20 and every team starts calling about him. And, and I hope there's not pictures of him like in the bar from last night or tonight or something like that because that, <laughs> that could also be an issue. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, Jacob, thank you for your time. All right, bud. I'll see you. takes a lot to get excited about a bag but most bags can't save you 20 percent on auto parts that's 20 percent off headlamps 20 percent off oil filters 20 percent off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent napa reusable bag so tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out quality parts helpful people that's napa know-how napa know-how at participating napa auto parts stores while supplies last minimum three items exclusions apply offer ends 10 31 17